It's time for another Root Issues Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here in the booth today with Lauren. What's up, everybody? And Alexa. Hello. And Mr. Brave. Says hey. Mr. Brave says hey. Hey, it is an awesome day here in Aspen, Colorado. It is sun is shining. There's blue skies. But if you're out there and you think about us, pray for snow. We do need it. Yeah, we We do do. love just the snow falling, like, you know, at least two or three times a week. Um, Pastor Steve is out in Texas on some massive fun hunting expedition, just a refreshing of his soul, just being out in nature and hanging out with some good friends. And so he is going to be joining us if he listens later. But you won't hear his voice today. (laughs) You won't hear his voice today. He will be missed in the booth. Always missed in the booth. And today we're still continuing living in Christ with a heavenly places perspective, something that we all need to kind of just focus in on. And today's title from this last Sunday, Steve took us into Ephesians three fourteen through 21, and he titled it The Battle for Our Inner Being and Belonging. Now, in this podcast today, we want to kind of help define the inner being and how that inner being has a belonging to something, and how we can feed that inner being, connect that inner being closer to God, and have it be the lens that we see the world through. And so I'm going to have Lauren read us that section from Ephesians 3, 14 through 21, and I loaded up a couple different versions, and she's going to read it from the Amplified today. Okay. For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ— I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes his title and derives its name. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man, by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell and abide, make make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love, that you may have power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses the knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Now to him who, by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose into superabundantly far over and above all that we ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right. Good stuff. It is some deep stuff. I mean, I think a lot of people resonate with this, you know, that you may be rooted and grounded in love, may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints, the saints, what is the breadth, the length, the height, the depth to know the love of Christ. I think that verse is kind of known somewhat to believers and non-believers, you know, because it just encompasses like this big vision of God, like his breadth, his depth, his height, you know, that he is all encompassing. And so today we're going to kind of start out, we're going to kind of kick around like the understanding of our inner being, 
okay? Because that's not a term that's thrown out there a lot. I mean, we might hear the word soul that refers to it, but then you're like, okay, like soul, you know, it kind of gets mixed up into the music genre of soulful music or soulful (laughs) food, you know. And so sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, what is the inner being? What is the inner soul? And how does Mm -hmm. it connect to God? And so we want to just kind of like cover that. Like when I think about my soul, when I think about my inner being, what is connected to God, I think one of the best times that I can understand it, recognize it, is when it is in deficit, when it is absence of God. You know, yeah. I might be a little more grumpy. I might be a little more agitated. I might be a little more, you know, anxious. And then, you know, I might either turn to the Bible, turn to prayer, or I might turn to like a worship album or a playlist on Spotify that tunes my heart into God. And it's like as soon as either one of those threes in three items engage – I just want more. Yeah. I feel like, oh, I'm feeding something that has been in deficit, Mm. you know, and even as a pastor here on staff working with middle schoolers and high schoolers and all the other different genres that I work with, it is like crazy to think that I get depleted. But there's so much pulling from the time that, you know, like, oh, I didn't have time to really just dig into the Word today or that prayer was fast or, you know, I just need to listen to this right now while I work on this item. And and then it's like, man, when you tune in your inner being to God, it's like it's at a buffet of the best food ever, (laughs) you know. And so that's kind of the best way, like, I know that I'm connected to God because I'm not feeling anxious. I'm not feeling depleted. I'm not feeling, you know, grumpy. Yeah. You know, and so I would love to hear from you too. Like, how do you describe to somebody that inner being? Lex is going to go first. All right. Okay. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was really interesting what you said, Chris, about you recognize your inner being more when you're in a deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like. I think I am the same. I think it's kind of like how we need God and like the ups and downs, but we like, we like really pray when we're in the downs, you know what I mean? But I, I like to describe it as art. Like, are you feeling off? Mm -hmm. Like someone, some people, like I had a friend yesterday and they were telling me, they're like, I'm just feeling off. Like, I don't know what it is. And I think we don't really know what it is because it's maybe not really physical, but it's kind of like on the inside. And I think that's a great description of like our inner man's like needing encouragement or, Food or mm-hmm. like life, something that's yeah. gonna fill you up and make you. Um, it's not about feeling good, but it, it's like a great measure of how are you actually actually doing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your inner man is doing great, you might present on the outside also cheerful, happy, yeah. without like trying so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. It's like the ability to like you know run and jump hurdles. Like, you know, like I never was a hurdler. I was always a cross-country guy. I was always a distance guy. But to know that in life, like when I am fueled in my inner soul, whatever life hurdles throw at me, I can jump them, you know. And if you're not fueled, you see it coming oh, yeah. up and you're like, not you just chance. run into yeah. it. I'm just going to run into <laughs> it. Or you just it. turn around. I don't know. I'm just going to collect them as I go down the track. Yeah. You know? yeah. Let's try not to do that. Yeah. A good weight workout instead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about Psalm 42 when Mm -hmm. we started talking about the, uh, inner being. 
Um, and I think this is a good Bible verse that kind of describes like what it's like when your inner being is in yeah. deficit. Cause it's like, as the deer longs for streams of water. So mm. I long for you, O God, mm. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him day and night? I have only tears for food while my enemies continually taunt me. Yeah. Um, and it's like, why am I so discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I have to put my hope in God. And then verse seven, I'm not in the right version, but most verse seven say like deep cries to deep. Yes. And I think that describes like, like when you're, when you're like so aggravated or so sad or even like so joyful mm-hmm. and like, it's like overcoming even your like physical senses. Like that's when I think your like inner being is like coming alive or doing yeah. stuff. And I feel like mm-hmm. for me, the most times that I feel it is like when I ask God to like lead me places, like yeah. I can think about times when I was serving on my last church's, um, like prayer team and uh-huh. our like <laughs> job is to like go ask God for like a word of knowledge and yeah. then go find someone and encourage them. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt with God. Absolutely. Really but I can think about like the times that like I like can't explain, but like I feel like I'm supposed to go right and then left and then to the third row. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something like inside of me that like doesn't make sense. Like there's people in the way, but like yeah. it's like pulling so deeply that yeah. I'm just like deep cries to deep. Yeah. Deep cries to deep. And it's like yeah. that person needs to be found because God's looking for them right now. Awesome. And so that's kind of how I like my very practical way of how yeah. I've practiced that no totally yeah and i mean you know there is so much that we just need to just dig in deeper to just know our inner being and how much it directs and like you know our connection with god now we're going to jump into steve's kind of first statement you know because he he's he's giving us this mentality and this understanding of a lens to look through he says the battle is for who will rule our inner being and our belonging for eternity now, you know, we talk about Jesus plus nothing and salvation, but, like, there's this longing in us to live for God now. And as we live more and more for God now, we are declaring more and more that God has us for eternity, that God has our soul, he has our heart, he knows our dreams, our wishes, and he wants us to line up with him. And so Steve asked this question. He's like, are you satisfied with your soul just being entertained? Or do you want your soul to be deeply committed to God? And I mean, when I think about like soul entertainment, it's like, whew, you know, end of the day, I've had dinner with the fam, everybody's doing good, and I'm like, there's a tugging from God, like, get with me, get with me, get with me, and you're like, that tug. Yeah, the tug, you know, you know and you're it. like, you're like, God, no, can I just sit down and watch Netflix with my wife and have some popcorn? And I mean, it's an either or. Like, God is not going to smite me because I'm like, oh, hey, God, man, can I just have couch time with my wife and some popcorn? Or like, hey, can I check out with Elaine and just be like, hey, I just need to go and journal some stuff real fast and I'll be right back out. You know, both are rewarding, but one is going to say, man, I'm seeking that deeper connection with God, Mm. you know, and I'm going to let that soul get filled up. And I mean, there are a lot of days where, you know, I just come home tanked and I think God is tugging on me because he's like, let me refill your tank so you have more to give to your family. Mm. And, He's and, kind that way. I know, but I mean, I like, I'm like, no, can we just watch a Jason Bourne movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I just, you know, watch Matt Damon do something cool? Can yeah. I just do that? You know, but I can still do that. You but can. God is just saying, hey, come and refuel with me. And then you might be able to give more to your wife on the couch time than just vegging out watching a movie. That's so good. I think that just reminds me, 
that God desires to fill us up, and He does desire mm-hmm. to be like on the throne of our inner space. Like He wants to be what we think about. He wants to be what our affections are towards. Yeah. And when we do that, it's a win-win yeah. because He fills us up, and He gives us the energy that we need to do X, Y, yeah. and Z, and He gives you more to give to your family, even though you kind of maybe feel like you're sacrificing time with yeah. your family after being gone all day long. Yeah. And you feel that tug and you're like, oh, I just want to watch Jason Bourne. Yeah. But the just the, the, the value of spending time with God, especially when he's tugging you. Yes. He's going to like max out the, the, the value of what he can give you in the shortest amount of time. Like I just yeah. like, I've seen him do it so many mm-hmm. times. Like Amen he's like, yeah. he's like, give me 30 seconds. Yeah. Like pause really quick, you yeah. know? And if you're like, no, no, I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll, I'll just wait for, I'll wait for next time. Like yeah. I'm still here, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just cool. Like God is generous. Like yeah. he's not like stingy with what he yeah. gives us. Um, and so it's just like when your soul is feeling so out of whack, like if you can even just start practicing, like waiting for like 30 seconds, like, yeah. God, give me a word for like this meeting I'm about to go into, mm-hmm. like yeah. he will bless you abundantly and you'll like start to see the fruit from it because like that's who he is. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. And so it is, it's like, you know, there is this battle, there is this struggle from the world and culture, like what's going to direct our heart, what's going to divide and gain our attention. Yeah. And you think you're doing like, you know, I'm, children's family youth pastor you know and so you think like well i'm giving my attention to my family but if i'm giving my attention to my family and my sweet wife and i had a major long conversation about this like you know she's like i'm just kind of getting to the point where i don't want to ask you any questions i'm like what do you mean she's like well that would be you asking me a question so she answers it but then she's like if i ask you a question sometimes it seems like you just are bothered and i was like Wow. In my soul, I had to ask myself, am I bothered by yeah. answering my wife's questions? Right. I had to go run to a friend's house the other day and pick something up. And I was like, hey, I got to go to Andy's house. And she was like, I just want to ask him, what do you got to go to Andy's house for? Because I realized in the hurriedness of my life, I hadn't even told her why I needed to go to Andy's house. I just got to go to my good friend's Andy's house. And she's like, I didn't even ask you why you were going there because I didn't want you to be bothered by me. And so that was tough. That's tough. Yeah, You know, but then it is this big check of like, man, I'm not fueling myself on God. I'm not staying in connection with him. I'm letting the busyness. And, you know, as I've journaled about it and dug in, I'm like, man, there's just so much busyness right now. And it's busyness that's mixed in with the kingdom work of God. Yeah. But I I just want to stress, like, he wants his kingdom work and his kingdom to advance, but not at the cost of my relationship with him. So good. You know, like he cares about your heart first, mm-hmm. your inner yeah. man first. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's so relational. He's yeah. not just wanting like clones and slaves yeah. to get his checklist done, done. on this yeah. earth. The point of doing the kingdom work is to be in proximity yeah. to him. Yeah. And I think when we when we realize that we can do things out of a place of love, yeah. that's way better than doing things to be loved. Yeah. Because that's not ever what he's asked for. Yeah. It's like, that's just the gospel. Like he yeah. literally sent his son Jesus to die on the cross to have relationship with us because yeah. like his heart's desire is like 
the uh, beginning story in Genesis where it's like he walked in the cool of the day with him. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus gets so excited when he says I time to like walk with him, whatever that looks like. But it's like, that's his desire. It's like, he wants, he like, God one time told me, he's like, what's your favorite color? And I was like, I have stuff to do. What do you mean? What's my favorite color? And he's like, no, like, I want to know, like, tell me your favorite color. And then he told me his, which is really fun. And so it's just like having that relationship yeah. aspect with God is so fun. Yeah, no. And I mean, that is yeah. that inner being and that soul that we're talking about. And there's a battle, you know, like there are things that are biting for our attention, biting for our time, you know, trying to steer us away from staying connected with God. And then I love that you just brought in, like, you know, that's the gospel. Like, God wants yeah. to be in relationship with us because our next point that Steve brought up kind of comes from Ephesians three sixteen through 17. And it's this point of that the battle for our inner being is won by the power of the Spirit, the love of Christ, and the gift of faith. Mm-hmm. Which is, once again, as we have been going around and around in the series, that the gospel is the answer for everything that we face. And we have to apply that. You How know? is the gospel the answer to everything that we face? Well, I know. As I, <laughs> when I was growing up, I mean, I assumed that gospel got me into heaven. Right. You know? That's what we're told. Check the right? box. Like and Jesus then, died to save us from our sins. That's yes. the gospel. Actually, yeah. that's a small part of a much, much bigger, bigger story, much yeah. bigger plan. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like when you think about it, it's like, okay, so the gospel is the answer for everything. So I can apply it. Like I mentioned last week, like it's a triple antibiotic lotion. We can apply it to yes. any cut, any wound, any any scar, any problem that we're facing. And so there is this power in the spirit. And I love that, you know, Steve kind of tied in like, you know, it is in our faith. It's this gift of faith. And so when you think about it, it's like, I'm trying to stay away from a squirrel right now. Like You got it. No, I know. I know I got to go there. But anyway, you mentioned like, you know, <laughs> I grew up in Texas where it was super hot. Yeah. And so, you know, whenever I would hear the pastor or somebody talk about Adam and Eve walking in the garden in the cool of day with God. And oh, I was that like, means something. Well, yeah, it meant yeah. something to me, you know. And then I was always thinking in the back of my head. So like when he... When it was the hot of the day, did God go back to heaven and have air conditioning <laughs> where Adam and Eve had to find a shade tree? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> that's a bad squirrel. I love that. But, but this inner being, you know, we have to let God win our faith to him to trust him with everything that we face. You know, and so mm-hmm. I would love to hear, like, you know, what are y'all's, like, you know, what are your formations? Like, what do you do? To say, okay, I got to get recentered on God. I got to, I got to feed my inner being, because I obviously I'm a new mom. I got a thousand distractions that are all good. Yeah. But the role baby you, does have to eat, you know. Yeah. The role <laughs> you play as a mom is highlighted and grown and glowing because of your connection with God. Yeah. I I would say for me to when I'm like, oh man, I need to reconnect. I turn off my phone. <laughs> okay. Grand. Um, unless I like need it for music, but I like put it down. Yeah. Um, I do love worship music too. I have mm-hmm. some great playlists that I just like. I something that yeah. I love to do with God is like make a playlist. Like yeah. there was there's one that it's like all my favorite songs. It's called Freedom. Uh-huh. There's another one when God was teaching me about His the love the lover of my soul. Mm-hmm. He's like make a playlist with me, and I was like what okay. Yeah. And he was like put this song and this song and this song and this song and listen to it in order. Like yeah. don't shuffle it. And I like encountered God so powerfully, like yeah. His love, His companionship, and I shared it with people, and they were like 
amazed. And I was, they're like, wow, that's amazing. And I was like, that wasn't really me. So I love doing little like projects like that Mm -hmm. with God where I'm like focused on his character and I'm like reminding myself of truth because I'm hearing it in the lyrics. Um, and my other favorite way is just to get in the word of God. I just love, it's just, you know, when you, you open the word of God and you're like, I can read three sentences and yes. feel my inner man yeah. like perk up, you yeah. know, like it's like giving your thirsty plant a drink of water. And like five minutes yeah. later, it's like so much Looks more so much better. Perky. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to describe that, but yeah, I would say I love doing things with God, like spending mm-hmm. time with him, like, yeah. like quality time. Yeah. Love languages. Um, and you know, worship the word. Those things are, Pretty sure tools yeah. for me. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you, Lauren? Uh, I feel like since moving out here, like being in nature and active is like a big one. Like just like, I don't know. Like I feel like, when, <laughs> I feel like I've learned like when I like am running or when I'm biking or something mm-hmm. and I'm like physically tired. Yes. Like it just gives my brain like thin space to start like processing mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Um, and so like, I feel like that's been so, so good for me. Like it's just being outside and doing activities and being like, God, like show up. Um, and then I love like podcast and like learning new ideas about God. Mm -hmm. Um, because then I like talking to him about it. So I like listening to like new ideas and then like kind of like growing and I guess like knowledge and like wisdom and then trying to transfer that information from my head to my heart. Yeah. And then like worship and like prayer. So I used to love And I still do, but like upper room worship mm-hmm. sets are like one of my favorite things to turn on. And okay. like, I just love worshiping. They're probably my favorite worship band. So like just turning them on and like listening and meditating on like yeah. aspects of God because yeah. they do a really good job of like, they select an aspect of God or like mm-hmm. equality and then they just sing about it for like okay. 30 minutes or right. an hour. So it just gives you time to like meditate yeah. on like one characteristic, one characteristic yeah, and like one thing about it. Yeah. And I mean, if you just search in Spotify, Upper room. Oh yeah. You'll you'll find it. Like if that's yeah. like or YouTube. Yeah, new they're all over YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You know. Because I mean it is. It's like, you know, it's finding the things that are in our culture that point us back to God. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean it's like we love our devices, we love the connect connection that we have, but you know, it's putting that filter and that lens on saying, like, I can use this device to draw myself closer to God. Yep. You know. I have one more resource. Yeah. Um, there's a resource called Practicing the Way by John Mark Comer. And mm-hmm. I very highly recommend looking at that because it gives you something called the Way of Life Calendar, uh-huh. which shows you like, like you like go through a list and it's like things that would be restful to you and you like put them in your schedule so that you yeah. like know when to connect. So that that's a very easy way. And then it gives you like a ton of personality almost ways that different people connect with God. And okay. Like yeah. different things you can do to like put... Like to feed your inner man. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I mean, and so here we go. We're going down to Steve's last point. It kind of covers Ephesians 3, 18 through 19. And this is the point. It says, we need the Spirit's power in the battle to continue to experience and grow in the vast love, purpose, and fullness of God. And so that section in Ephesians, man, that's where we're getting into the breadth, the depth, the width, the length, the height, the fullness of God. And then Paul, the writer of Ephesians, actually says that the fullness of God can dwell in us. Now, I think I've only had maybe a few blips in my life of however many years, 55 years that I've been alive, where I can say, 
the fullness of God was present, you know. I mean, I want more of that. I mean, it's like yeah. this week was a great week. It already started. It's only Tuesday, but my mind's already on Friday, you know. But, you know, I got my lesson for middle school created yesterday. And that is like one of my greatest times of just communicating with God, just hanging out, asking him what they need to hear, how much more do I need to tell them about who he is and how related he is to them as middle school students. And then if I get that done on Monday, and it's like, man, everything's kind of just like, I mean, I'm like so filled up in the inner man because there's just, it was the right music, it was the right lighting, it was the right words because I we write an entire magazine for them and you know they might or might not read the articles but i'm told to write it by him and make it available and so amen yeah this fullness this fast love like our inner being connects with his spirit and that's something i didn't always know like getting my inner being comfortable myself comfortable first with the holy spirit my inner being comfortable with the holy spirit so that they can communicate so that i can feel connected to god and so when you think about it, it's like the ability to understand the fullness of God has been given to us. Wow. And that's something you have to, like, kind of go after. Wow. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's like a challenge. crazy, beautiful mystery, like yeah. the God who made the universe and every single person and knows the number of hairs on our heads. Yeah. Like, the fullness of him dwells in me. Yeah. Wow. Like, I think that prayer, like, to end, to, like, kind of close this up is, like, that prayer is, like, God, reveal how you dwell in me. Reveal yourself to me more and more every day. Like, fill up my inner man today. Like, it can be a daily, a daily thing. Like, fill me up, God. Like, I want to be filled with the fullness of you. I want to be a dwelling place for you, a place where the Son of Man can lay his head, you know, Mm -hmm. where that dove can rest on our shoulder. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Steve kind of hit it up when he was hitting that section. He was like, you know, we need to pray this prayer with boldness and belief. And I mean, that activates our faith. Like, can you pray that prayer? Like, God is going to consume you, fill you in the inner meaning, in the inner man. And then he said, God is love. He fills us with a love and a burning heart. Yeah. And he went back to the road, like where Jesus was with some of his followers after his resurrection. And they said, were our hearts not burning? Like he was close to us. Right. And as he spoke, we knew this passion, this love. Steve was like, there is no other prayer to pray over your children, to pray over your family members, to pray over the body of Christ. than this prayer that they would understand the fullness of God in their inner being, you know, and then, you know, major, not even a shame, you know, just a, just, you got to get to church. Yeah. You got to make it a point, you know, because if you are feeling in deficit, there's no better place than to come to church, enjoy the community of other believers who are filled with his spirit. Our job is to carry and support and encourage one another. And it's not easy. It is a battle to stay in the presence of God, to keep the inner man fueled and so i've got my friends that i lean on and i'll be like okay just had like really hard conversation with the wonderful wife elaine and yeah need your prayer i need to get more spirit more filled and so steve kind of ended it out with this question of like do you pray this prayer this way do you pray it in boldness do you pray it in the power that paul was writing it 
you know. And then I loved the way Steve closed. He was just, he invited anybody and everybody that felt comfortable just to kneel because he was going to kneel as he closed out the service, you know. And a little side note, like, you know, that man, you know, I mean, I know he cries, but, you know, he he ain't cried on the stage much, you know, but. He cried. He was a little choked up in that prayer. Like, his heart is for this body. His heart is for the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, and so anything else that you two want to throw in? I think just God's heart is for us to know him and understand him. Mm -hmm. So when we pray that prayer in faith, like, God, fill me up, show me yourself, whatever it is, he desires to do that, I think, more than we desire it. So, yeah. That's why we can have faith, because we can expect that he wants to do that for us. Absolutely. Uh, I just feel like I heard him say, like, God's not mad at you. So if yeah. you're somebody who's like, God's mad at me, I'll never get his love. I just feel like God said, God, he's not mad at you, and yeah. mm. he likes you, and he loves you. Yeah. Like, it's not just like a like he enjoys you. Yeah. Meditate I mean, on that. Yeah, just meditate on that. Receive that if you're somebody who, like, feels that you have the anger and wrath of God chasing you down, or just even rejection from God. I mean, all of those things are the things that he wants to just heal and cleanse. Well, hey, we hope this root issues, this midweek jolt, jolted you to think deeper about God and to think about your inner being and your inner man. I hope we answered some questions that you might have had. And if you need to receive that word from Lauren, from God, just go ahead and receive it. Just say, I'm going to take that and make that mine. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you need to reach in and talk to us, just reach us at rootissues at ccaspen.com. Until next week, be blessed and live to feed the inner man. The sun comes down. This old world keeps spinning round. I'm here traveling down this long and winding road. Seasons come and seasons go. They take me high. Standing on the only rock I know